Hi, welcome to my first Up With Moms podcast. My name is Dana McKay, and I'm here with Sheena Sadam. Thank you for having me. I'm so, so excited. Thank you so much for being here. So we have so many things to talk about, but first, uh, before we get into that, I wanted to kind of introduce this podcast and talk a little bit about myself and why I wanted to do this. I'm a radio DJ. Um, I've worked on radio stations all over the country, but I've mostly done music radio where I talk over songs and do contests and stuff. And I really have found myself probably over the last six months, maybe even longer than that, really feeling like I wasn't doing enough. Like I wasn't getting out there in the community. I wasn't really using my position to help people. And I met people like Sheena. And then I have a friend who has like um, her daughter's having bullying issues at school and she's doing a lot with the school. And I'm just meeting all these great moms that are doing all these great things. And I want to talk about them. So I decided I wanted to do this podcast. Um, And Sheena was actually one of the people who kind of gave me that, you know, when you're thinking about things and then you meet somebody who like kind of gives you that nudge like this is what you should be doing one night we were having a girls night and she invited me to her elevate dc group and they had an event last night which was amazing and she said to me you know there's such a need for people to use their gifts to help in the community and i was like i really need to do this podcast so here we are and it's just perfect that sheena's here with me right now sheena owns a real estate company with her husband they work through keller williams which congratulations on being like the number one real estate company in in the country thank you yeah keller williams just got that that we are so excited about that and we just we love the culture of giving back in the community keller williams is all about that and so is satan properties group so thank you and you were also named Washingtonian Magazines, like one of the top agents to know multiple times, right? Yes, 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 indeed. You incorporate giving back into everything you do in your business. So tell me a little bit about that and how you kind of decided this is what we're going to do. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you so much for this opportunity. Um, I know you have so many gifts to share. So I am so excited about this podcast. I can't wait to hear from your other guests and all the amazing questions I know you're going to ask. And um, hopefully all those women can connect and um, we can all do something even greater. Um, so so as far as giving back, um, I come from a military family, so service is big. Um, and then after college, I worked in nonprofit for a long time um, and then ended up in real estate um, when the, the recession happened. Uh, I lost my job and I thought I'd got to do something because I'm in major debt from grad school. Oh, of course. <laughs> so... Um, You know, I think it just became natural that I kind of built my business on this idea of let's just bring value in people's lives. Um, I didn't know how to cold call. I wasn't comfortable with that. So I thought, you know what, I'm just going to be helpful to people. And if they support me along the way, um, that's going to be amazing. So um, I didn't want to just be one of those realtors who does, you know, charity events on the side. I really thought, you know what? Being a realtor is so powerful because we have these networks. We built, you know, client base and this networks and people who refer us. Um, so let's be a part of their lives as long as we can um, through giving value. So um, where there are some agents who will maybe buy pies for all of their past clients, I provide opportunities to sit on a board. And that may seem like work to people, but 
like you said, like everybody wants to be of value and use their passions and talents and interests. And maybe we're not all doing that on our jobs. So let's provide additional opportunities. And we try to do that within the community um, and with our clients. And one of the things that I hope to do with this podcast and that Sheena has kind of inspired in me since we met is like, wow, you know, it just takes one post. Hey, we need help with this to get a whole bunch of people behind you. So the more people that are asking for help and connecting, the better. I want to talk about one thing that you just announced that you were doing, I think last week or the week before that for every single home or client that you had um, last year, you did one random act of kindness. So tell me a couple of your favorite ones that you guys did. Sure. Yeah. That just kind of popped in my head as I think for a lot of people, when you're excited about something at 2am, like, oh my God, we could do this. Um, So let's see, we did 142 acts of kindness between um, nine of us um, on the team. And so one thing we did, which was so easy, and if you're a mom, like if you're like me, I feel like I'm not very creative when it comes to, I I don't play house very easily. I just get kind of bored. So um, with my daughter, we made peanut butter jelly sandwiches and she put little heart stickers on them. She helped me make them. She's only four. Um, And then when my son got out of school, we all as a family got in the car and we drove around and handed them out to to homeless people. Um, I remember seeing you post (laughs) like, where can I find homeless people in this area? And I was like, oh my, like, that's just amazing. Like I come home and my son plays on his tablet all afternoon and like I make dinner, but we would, I would never even think to do something like that. And yeah, it took an afternoon and it teaches them so much about giving back too. So that's just amazing. So I want to talk a little bit about the three organizations, the big organizations. Um, There's one, I feel like it's kind of one in DC, one in Baltimore where you're from, and then one here in Montgomery County um, that you work with. So let's start with the Treehouse. Sure. How did you get involved with them? And tell me a little, tell us a little bit about what the Treehouse does. Yeah, sort of in long story short, I think I saw something on Facebook that Nina, who's their um, outreach coordinator, had posted looking for something, you know, they'll have like a family come in with nothing but the shirts on their backs and say, and they don't have a storage facility. So they'll say, we need, um, you know, diapers, baby formula and tennis shoes. It's like the most basic necessities. And she was asking on Facebook and a lot of people, there weren't a lot of people responding. And I thought, here we go. This is an opportunity. I have this whole network of people that want to give and they just don't know how. Um, And so that was how we started getting connected. And I said, I'm your person if you need anything. So we just get the word out there. Um, And, you know, my my front porch is always filled with something. I think my husband's going (laughs) to go crazy. Um, I know. Well, you guys do the pajama drives because they need pajamas for the kids. They they Mm -hmm. work with um, kids that are sexually abused or whatever. And when they need to see the doctor after they get a nice, cozy pair of pajamas. And you've done a whole bunch of them. Um, And you have your agents, too, that are in D.C. Mm -hmm. do stuff like that, which is just it's just incredible. Um, Okay, so then there is Urban Ed. Yep. So tell me a little bit more about them. And the, the one of the women from Urban Ed spoke last night. Yes, at indeed. Elevate DC. So when I started to kind of really make a name for myself, I suppose, when business started getting really great with, um, you know, with my business, I thought, you know, I really want to give back. Um, I was in nonprofit for so long and I wanted to make a really significant contribution somewhere. And I wanted to do it with a small organization that had kind of taught people how to fish. So I did a little research, found Urban Ed. Um, They provide IT education from middle schoolers um, where they're teaching them how to code in Southeast DC, which is the most underserved um, area of DC um, all the way up until adults where they're teaching IT education so that these folks who are unemployed or underemployed um, can work in an, an IT desk. So they're going from multiple jobs or no job, you know, 
five, you know, minimum wage to making $15, $20 an hour straight out of the program, which is really cool. They get these certifications. So I found them, contributed to them, and they asked me to be on their board. And I thought, well, this is great because I've never been on a board before. And then a year later, um, the president of the board said, you know, I really need to take some time off. And she said, do you want to be chair of the board? And I thought, well, that's great. I still don't, I really don't know anything about being on a board, so why not? (laughs) Um, And um, now Ashley Bratton is wonderful, and she has taken over the board. I was on there for three years and have, you know, changed my focus a little bit about what I want to do, but I'm still supporting them in any way that I can because I think they're a powerful group that's been around for 15 years and we need to keep supporting them. And I know I think something that you said that's really important and one of the things that I kind of have hesitated with trying to get involved in things is that you had never even sat on a board before of anything and you're like I will do it. So I think that might be something that people are afraid of. Like, I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do anything. This is out of my comfort zone. Yeah. And it's kind of taking that little risk to step out of your comfort zone and say, hey, I'm here. I don't really, you know, you're going to have to help me along the way. And there's things I need to figure Mm -hmm. out, but I can really do this and I'm going to help. So that's awesome. And then the third, um, the third organization that you guys work with is Generosity Global Mm -hmm. um, in Baltimore. So tell me about them. Yeah. Generosity Global was founded by a friend of mine from high school, her husband, she and her husband. Um, and long story short, they have an international mission where they're um, building wells um, in Cameroon, Africa. And locally, we're building a shower truck for the homeless. Um, so that's something with every cl- home closing we have, we've donated to them. So last year, we donated over $7,000 toward the shower truck. We're going to need probably 50000 more on top of what they've already built up to make this a reality. I think by the end of the year, it's going to happen. And we as a company, SPG, will continue to make that donation. I think this kind of will bring us to talking about Elevate DC. So how did that come about? Because it was the second event last night, the first one you had over the summer, right? Yes. Okay. So tell me about that. Oh, that's a very embarrassing story, which I don't know if I've actually told you the story. No, I don't think you have. Oh, boy. So Washingtonian Magazine um, reached out and said, hey, we're doing this story on the 100 most powerful women in business in DC. And I thought, Jeez, of all the people, me, like, God, there's got to be some better people. And they're like, yeah, we want you to be on the, um, what did they call it? Uh, it was like the, uh, what was the word for it? There was some special word they used for it um, in addition to the list. And and so I went all the way and I was like waiting for this. I was excited about it. And I thought, gosh, what an opportunity. A hundred women. Let's let's create a group where we can learn from each other and mastermind and do all these things. So that was my plan. And then I finally well, I went down to DuPont probably 11 o'clock at night to the Whole Foods to get that first copy. And I start flipping through it. Oh, it was the feature section that they asked me to be in. Okay. So I flipped through and it's like... Um, President Obama's wife and the head of Amazon. It was like these women, I'm like, oh, and I kept flipping through and it was like, okay, I don't know why I would be on this list. And at the very end, there were a couple real estate agents in like this extra section. And I thought, oh, well, let me still make an opportunity. And I said, we know a lot of powerful, strong women, like the women in our network. So that's where it got birthed from. So that's that's the crazy story. That's so cool. Yeah, I was so happy to be there last night. And I feel like it wasn't like some other networking events where it's just kind of superficial small talk and you feel like everybody's there to kind of sell you something or, you know, to get business from you, which is great. I mean, that's that has its place and that's necessary. But I, I kind of felt like going into it, I knew that everybody who was there was there because they want to serve and they want to help and they have a purpose mm-hmm. and they're there to be generous and they have their hearts open to doing that kind of stuff. So that was awesome. 
awesome. I mean, I met in my little group because we did, we had the three speakers at the beginning. And then uh, when we broke off into our groups, I met um, a woman who just happened to be the uh, military spouse of the year from 2016. And we got to talking and I said, I need to have you on my podcast. So I lined up another guest and I made some great connections and I think it's awesome. Like I'm really excited for the next one. Thank you. You know, we like to, we cast the vision and I think just to kind of put this out there, how it's, why it's different, I think is we saw that a lot of people, especially on Facebook this time, people are really upset about some things that are going on in, in the country that people are always upset, but it was just this new level. And I thought uh, there's one thing I hate, it's called slacktivism. I, if we're going to talk, everything has a hashtag, but you're yes. not getting off your butt and doing anything about yes. it. Yes. So, and I know for some people, like they don't, they feel like they don't have time or just don't know where to start. That's why we created this so that you could meet people like Ashley and like you who are doing things and like, hey, how can we collaborate and do something bigger and better together? Because we will be stronger moving together. Tell me a little bit about the three speakers that you had there last night. Sure. Um, there was Andrea from Rakundo. I'm not sure I'm saying that right. But, I think um, you are. Yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure you are. Yeah. She... <laughs> The one thing she didn't say was she was a single mom when she started that organization that provides um, support to folks in Uganda, education and um, other empowerment, microfinancing. Um, so she started this. She goes to Uganda regularly and she works at NIH on the side. Well, that's her real job. So, <laughs> that's her full time job. But yeah, incre- incredible. She grew up, I believe, in West Virginia. So she knew re- she really understood poverty. So that was important to her. So Andrea, the second one was Ashley Bratton, who we talked about, who's the new board chair of urban ed and she is just amazing and really talked about what opportunities there are to help um on the board and sort of financially with the organization and the third person um genie genie yes who is raising money for dc public schools and and the big initiatives the big initiatives there and that was less asking for support necessarily but just trying to explain you know how those initiatives come about and the importance of funding those programs so if people who are listening want to get involved with elevate dc and find out information and know when the next event is and and try to connect with people how do they do that thank you so there's a facebook page called elevate dc um so just go there it's actually a group so just go on there and um you know we'll absolutely approve you if you're in the area um and then we're doing events about every quarter is our plan so um and how we've set it up is we have a sponsor we bring on a sponsor so they fund the event but the ticket price um you know maybe 20 bucks 30 bucks um and that'll get you some appetizers and a few drinks but then that money that ticket money actually goes to the nonprofit. So it's pretty cool. Awesome. And the French toast cupcakes were the bomb.com. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the, I was like, oh, French. I've never had these before. Those are really, really good. Okay. So one of the things I want to do with this podcast, too, is to, of course, talk about all of, you know, the great stuff that people are doing. But I also kind of want to get to know you a little bit more and how you manage your time and what books you read and what you do for fun. So I know what your answer is going to be because I actually bought the book. But what, what, is, and I started reading it, but what, um, you know, what book would you recommend to people? So, yes. High performance habits. Yes. I can't. Bouchard, I think, is the author. Yes. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I think it's great whether you consider yourself a high performer or not. Like, it's just, I think it like, it gets your butt going. Like, I think... Yeah, well, yeah. I am I'm about two chapters into it, uh-huh. and within, like, reading the first couple of pages, I really learned something. I was like, okay, so all those things that they say about, you know, work hard, focus on your strengths, just work harder, focus on your strengths more. 
are not necessarily the things that get you ahead and get you into that kind of high performance position in life. And it really explained to me, I'm like, oh, okay, well, this explains it. So there's hope. I'm not just kind (laughs) of sitting here, you know, plugging along, trying to work as hard as I can without reaching all my goals. So I thought that was awesome. But then one of the funny things about the book and a warning for people, if you go read it. (laughs) So I start reading it. I'm all excited. I'm not scrolling my Facebook feed. I'm actually like reading a book. (laughs) And... I'm getting really tired. And at the end of the first chapter, it says, I want you to read the next two chapters before you put the book down. Right I was now. like, oh, man, I'm not high performing yet. I'm, I'm not there yet. So I think I read one more chapter and then I was just like, I'm not going to perform at my job tomorrow if I don't go to sleep. But Absolutely. so far, it's a great it's a really great book. That's an awesome suggestion. So one of the things I've noticed about you is that you are obviously a very work hard person, but you're also a play hard person, too. Yes. And I thought it was so cool how you um, you went on a trip to Texas. Um, <laughs> um, a couple months ago for there was Friday Night Lights that's a yeah. ch- that's a show right so explain a little bit about that cuz that's so fun yeah thank you that was um oh my god i feel like that was such a luxury that i was able to do that not a luxurious vacation by any means but um so what happened was my husband and i finally finally watched Friday Night Lights the um the show um and we did it over a course of a few weeks and i thought oh my god there is really a place in this country where you can go and the stadium, the high school stadiums as big as a college stadium where people, you know, graduated from high school two decades ago and still care about football, like the whole town. This was just a fascinating thing to me, this small town life. And I've lived in a lot of places with the military, but that was still fascinating to me. So what I did was I went on Zappos and I bought um, some cowgirl boots and I talked to all my girlfriends who watch football, like football and Friday Night Lights, and asked them to go with me. And they're like, heck no. Um, we were going to go see the Permian Panthers, which is who the Friday Night Lights, that's the team. Um, so I did get a friend, of my, a girlfriend of mine in Dallas. So it was a, um, you know, five or six hour flight to Dallas. And then it was a five or six hour drive oh. to Odessa, <laughs> Texas. To the middle of nowhere. Yes. Uh-huh. And I saw my Permian Panthers play football and they didn't just win, they beat the butts off of these people with the other team, the Midland Rebels. Um, so it was a great it was a great game and it was everything and more that I expected and I met a lot of great people who couldn't believe I came from D.C. to go there. So uh, that's cool. <laughs> that is really, really cool. So with doing things like that and then doing all the things that you do, how do you manage your time? Yeah, um, the big secret that's not really a secret is um, my husband does 55% of everything. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's really, um, he has a different personality than I do, but he's a real hard worker. That's my love language. Get you know what done um acts of service so he really works hard and he supports me in everything that i do um and i stay up really late i guess that's the other part of it and i'm passionate i get to i get to live out my passion so that's kind of almost a luxury mm-hmm. it doesn't feel so stressful when it's things that you actually that was one of the other things that was mm-hmm. in that was in the high performance habit books right at the beginning is that people assume that if you're super busy and you, you're doing so many big things that you must be really really stressed out mm-hmm. and that's not necessarily the case no So you mentioned before getting your kids involved with giving back. What other things if, you know, Mm -hmm. let's say you're a mom and you have two kids and you're you want to just do that first thing and take that first step towards Mm -hmm. helping out. So what would be your suggestions of a couple of things that maybe a mom who this is a little out of her comfort zone, what a mom could do? Yeah, totally. Um, So one of the things I think about a lot is um, trying not to spend too much money. You know, Um, I mean, if you've got the means, absolutely. Um, But some of the ways to do it and not spend too much money that obviously the um, making the sandwiches is great 
Um, and then like there's places there's there's um, organizations like Generosity Global where once a month um, the first Saturday of the month actually they always serve the homeless so you make the food and you go there and they've got kids serving as well so you could bring your child to that make some casseroles buy some food and, and go serve there um, Another thing to do, um, just walking around the neighborhood and honestly picking up trash, maybe offering them a little treat at the end for doing something like that. Oh, that's that. nice, too. Yeah, we do um, We do a bake sale in the neighborhood, too, which is so easy. Um, we do a bake sale and get all the neighbors involved, and the money goes to the treehouse, and it's kid-led. So they have their little fake registers. Oh, oh, yeah. Rocco did that. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, the kids all kids all enjoy that, um, and the money, goes to, um, the money goes to a charitable organization. So there's a few Another thing that we've done a few times is um, we go to the store and we'll buy things for the troops and then we'll package it up together and the kids just come along for the ride on that and we I let them choose the junk food that we send. Oh, that's awesome. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for doing this with me. If people want to get in touch with you, how do they go about doing that? Yeah, I would say just Facebook friend me. I'm big on Facebook. I'm always there. Sheena Burton Satum. So okay. or Elevate DC. And I am Dana. You can always friend request me at Dana McKay. Also, I have started um, up with moms pages on social media, but there's nothing there yet because this is the first podcast. And I, I kind of got the idea in my head. OK, I'm doing this. And then I just went for it. And it's going to take me a little while to get the website done and to get all that stuff done. But um, thank you so, so much for listening. And if you have any suggestions for guests or, you know, any moms who are doing big things, moms who are really super involved at school or taking on a cause for their own or you know getting out there and helping the community um, I would love to hear from you because hopefully this is going to be something that we continue to do um, for a long time so thank you so much Sheena for being here for the first one and thank you guys so much for listening